0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Will the Cardinals be pursuing Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the star Japanese pitcher, in free agency this offseason? This is the question that we are going to pursue on this episode of the St. Louis Cardinals podcast on the Believe Network. And it starts right now. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with Yoshinobu Yamamoto and who are asking, who is this pitcher? I've never heard of him before. How does this all work? Well, Yoshinobu Yamamoto has been playing in the Japanese league since 2017. And he's been playing for a team called the Oryx Buffaloes, right? And he has been a stellar pitcher over there. So much so that he's garnered interest from major, uh, many major league teams. I mean, the Cardinals are in there as well. Um, just to speak to his what he's done in his career, I mean, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, career 1.72 ERA. He has uh, pitched in 188 games, so there's a large sample size here. In three consecutive seasons, he's pitched over – 120 innings and in 2021 2022 he pitched over 190 innings so not only is he dominating but he is also eating up innings he's striking out batters he has um i mean in those two seasons in 2021 and 2022 he struck out over 200 batters in setting and so he he's a strikeout uh pitcher and he's also young right so he's also a young pitcher he's he's just 25 years old yahoo recently published an article uh outlining their top 25 free agents in 2023 2024 on november 6th and yamamoto ranked number two on that list second to shohei otani right so shohei otani is obviously the best player in baseball uh best two-way player in baseball certainly so this that's who uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto is. He's been pitching in the Japanese league. He's been very, very successful, has a lot of major league teams interested. And the Cardinals should be at the top of that list because of their need. Is it realistic, though, to think that the Cardinals would get him? Well, there's some factors and that contribute to this. The Cardinals are tied to Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Firstly, they have Lars Newtbar on their team, and according to a report from John Denton, Cardinals insider, Cardinals reporter, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, his mom, and Lars Newtbar's mom are best friends. They talk every day, according to him. He was live on the Bernie Mikolas show, and he said that. So there's a tie there. Obviously, he played on Team Japan. Lars Newtbar played on Team Japan. So there's a connection there for the St. Louis Cardinals. The question is, would a player of Yoshinobu Yamamoto's caliber want to play in St. Louis. And would the Cardinals offer up the money, right? Because it's going to cost a lot of money to get Yamamoto to to get his services, right? Would they be willing to bid with the big boys? Would they be willing to bid against the Los Angeles Dodgers, the potentially the New York Yankees, New York Mets? These are the big the biggest markets in Major League Baseball. Historically, St. Louis has not entered that market, but this year's different. This year, they're coming off of a 71-win season, one of their worst in franchise history, definitely worst in recent history. So there are a lot of factors to consider here. And so the the number one question would have to be, what are the Cardinals going to be able to do outside of the relationship with Lars Nubar to draw him into to St. Louis. I mean, the obvious need is there. I mean, they can market, oh, you're going to be the top of the rotation guy for the St. Louis Cardinals. Well, every other team can do that. The only, it's going to come down to money. Will the Cardinals be in contention with these other teams for Yamamoto? I think, I believe that they should be. I don't know if they will be, but it's a dream situation for the St. Louis Cardinals. I think there are a lot of reasons why this makes sense. Number one, marketability. I mean, he's a Japanese superstar. You're going to draw in a, a fan base, not as big as Shohei Otani, obviously, but a fan base, nonetheless, if you sign this guy to a, a major deal. And secondly, it helps your road starting rotation, right? I mean, he, he is no without a doubt. If you signed him, he would be your top starting pitcher in the rotation. And he would be a legitimate ace if you signed him to that long-term deal and he would be a legitimate ace it would solve a problem and yes are there situations are there scenarios where this goes wrong of course there are of course he he might not be as good in the major leagues as he was in japan that's obviously a a risk however there are signs that pitchers coming over from uh, japan have pitched pretty well i mean look at kodai senga last year right and kodai senga wasn't nearly the pitcher that yamamoto was in japan for his entire career right so in my mind it's a slam dunk if the Cardinals sign this guy and the contract details are going to get astronomical which leads me to believe that they probably won't be in on Yamamoto and we'll talk about some more reasons why they probably won't sign Yamamoto here in a bit but the contract is going to get silly especially with all these teams vying for starting pitching and you better believe that the Chicago Cubs your division rival They're going to be interested too with the moves that they've made. Getting Craig Council, that is a move that signifies we are all in. We are going in a direction good is not good enough. We want to be World Series contenders. Frankly, that's a move I wish the Cardinals would have made, but we can can talk about that at a later date or later in this episode um, if there's time. But Yamamoto certainly is going to command a high price and there's certainly going to be other bidders involved so likely if the Cardinals want him they're going to have to overpay for his services and I think it would be worth it for several reasons and a lot of those I've touched on but number one obviously he fixes he fixes the ace problem in your rotation number two marketability gonna bring in a ton of fans and fans I mean let's face it it was an issue last season towards the end of the year not as many butts in the seats International marketing, it's it's a thing, and there's a there's a real connection there. Do I think it's going to happen? Well, on DraftKings right now, there are odds, and you could go check this out. Anybody can. You don't have to lay a bet or anything. There are odds for which players, which free agent players, will sign with with teams. And Shohei Otani is favored to sign with the Los Angeles Dodgers, plus one ten. Yamamoto, Yoshinobu Yamamoto is favored to sign currently with the New York Mets at plus 220. The Red Sox are plus 400. Dodgers are plus 450. Yankees plus 550. The Chicago Cubs, as I mentioned, plus 600. San Francisco Giants plus 900. Any other team other than those plus 1,000. And then St. Louis is is listed at plus 1,100. So again, St. Louis is outside the field, according to... Um, according to draftkings and you know draftkings no know, probably knows a thing or two about has has some inside information that they're setting these lines on right also futures we all know futures markets not very profitable for the better so who knows how much research they're doing into this but draftkings somebody with real skin in the game doesn't seem to think that the cardinals have a chance at landing Yoshinobu yamamoto so We'll see. There, there are direct connections to the Cardinals. I believe that he is the perfect solution to the to the to what ails the Cardinals, right? He is young. He is a stud pitcher. He's proven. J- pitchers coming over from Japan have a good track record. And if you're going to invest money, and Bill DeWitt is very careful about which players he chooses to pay, this would be an opportunity, I think, to capitalize on a pitcher who is a legitimate ace. And this is what the Cardinals have needed, not just this year, but for the last three seasons. They've really lacked that difference-making ace. I know Adam Wainwright has been fantastic, but I wouldn't solidify him as an ace, a shutdown strikeout artist, right? And that's what Yamamoto is. So we'll see what the Cardinals do. Likely not going to happen. Let's talk about the, the the move the Cubs made for Craig Council, Right. This came out of nowhere. It came out of left field, no pun intended. That the C- the Cubs, the Chicago Cubs moved on from manager David Ross and hired uh, Craig Council away from the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, this was a fantastic, savvy, shrewd move that nobody saw coming. I didn't see it coming, certainly. I don't th- I think it kind of took the league by storm and it's not good news for Cardinals fans. Let me tell you this. Craig Council is considered by many, many people who know a lot more about baseball than I do as if not the best manager in baseball, definitely a top five manager in major league baseball. And now he's coming to Chicago where Chicago, just to give you an idea, spent roughly seventy-ish million million, some 180 million, depending on where you look on payroll this year, which is more than the St. Louis Cardinals spent. It's significantly more than the Milwaukee Brewers spent. So this is a big market. Chicago is obviously a huge market for everything sports, especially the Cubs. So and there's nothing against Milwaukee. I mean, Milwaukee is a perfectly uh, fine market, but it's a mid market, right? It's probably a step below St. Louis in that regard, right? So now Craig Council, he's with Chicago. And this is a sign to me that the Cubs mean business, right? Because David Ross is coming off an 83 game or 83 win season. And they said, nope, not good enough. And by all accounts, I talked to my my good friend and co-host on the Long Live Baseball podcast, which you should check out on YouTube and Spotify or wherever you can check out uh, podcasts. I talked to Mike Jones about this, and he said um, – I mean, he's beyond thrilled. And this was a a shock to even him, shock to even him. So this is a sign that the Cubs are – I mean – ready to win. Good is not good enough. The 83 wins that David Ross had, not good enough. Even though, like I was saying earlier, David Ross, by all accounts, really did overachieve. I mean, if you throw out the last month of the season where they blew the playoffs, they were actually overachieving. This, you know, Everybody had them, including myself, finishing third, maybe fourth in the division. And I know the St. Louis Cardinals were bad and nobody expected that. But the Cubs really did overachieve with David Ross. He got them through the COVID season. He got them through a rebuild, right? And now here they are. And now the Cubs say, see you later, David Ross. Bring on Craig Council. Thank you very much. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your time spent uh, with the organization. But now it's time to move on to, the, in my opinion, the best manager in Major League Baseball. And it's a savvy move because, one, it it, it hurts your primary or one of your primary rivals in the division in Milwaukee. And let's face it, Milwaukee's done a lot more with a lot less than the Cardinals and the Cubs have. And that's, that's not even debatable, really. Just look at the results year in and year out. Now in the playoffs, that's a different story in the playoffs, Milwaukee's outmanned, outgunned up against the best teams in the league. In those situations, it's really tough for a manager to maneuver and to make the most out of those situations, right? And the playoffs are a totally different animal where you need those top-of-the-line starters, right? Arizona Diamondbacks, kind of an example. I mean, you say what you want to about them. They have two top-of-the-line starting pitchers, right? So Milwaukee, now he goes to Chicago. Chicago saying, "This is this is, you know, good is not good enough. And this is not good for the, the Cardinals because why weren't the Cardinals exploring this option? Maybe they were. Maybe they were. I don't know. But why weren't the Cardinals coming off of a 71-win season, right? Coming off of one of the worst seasons in franchise history. Why weren't they interested in Craig Council? Because if I get it. If Ali Marmol is your guy, and it appears that he is, he's John Moseluk's guy, if he's your guy, it doesn't matter. I I, I am friends with lots of people. There are only so many elite managers in Major League Baseball. And if the Cardinals wouldn't consider moving off Ali Marmol for Craig Council, then I don't know why the the conversation wasn't even had. Now, this could have been the Cubs shrewdly maneuvering behind the scenes, keeping it quiet so that it didn't pique the Cardinals' interest. But everyone knew he was going to be available. So if there is a a manager that you move off of, of another manager for, it's a manager like this. Managers like this just don't become available. So, and and all this talk about the Cardinals signing Yadier Molina, and we've talked about that on this show, it hasn't happened yet. And if they do sign Yadier Molina, if they do this, and I love Yadier Molina, but he doesn't have any managerial experience. He's been around the game forever. But if you put him at bench coach, I've said it before, it marks the beginning of the end for Ali Marmol. So if the belief in the organization must be that Ali Marmol is the manager of the future and is going to manage this team for five, 10 years down the line. I mean, he's he's a young guy. He's got tons of experience managing. He's been in the game for a long time. There's no dispute about that. But the point is this. If there was a guy out there to move off of your guy, your chosen guy for, it would be Craig Council. And guess what? Your division rival just did it. right under your nose basically and it's not good for the st louis cardinals it's not good for the milwaukee brewers right it would have been a shrewd move for the cardinals to do this there's no doubt about it and now i'm it signals that the cubs are all in they are not about good anymore they want to be great they want to win a world series championship and are the cardinals going to do that are the cardinals going to do whatever they can to position themselves to win a World Series championship, they will tell you, yes, but moves, you show me who you are by your actions. And the Cubs making the move to get Craig Council tells me, it tells their fan base, it sends a message that they are all in to win. And we'll see if the Cardinals are all in to win. They can prove it to me. They can make a serious offer for Yoshinobu Yamamoto. It it comes back full circle yeah yoshinobu yamamoto solves so many of their problems and i know it you could say it's a risk and it is every signing is a risk but this guy's a legitimate ace at the top of your rotation young you can lock him up for a long time you have the added bonus of marketability with the japanese fan base it it, it makes too much you have the ties with Lars newbar it makes too too much sense for the cardinals not to explore this, right? Makes too much sense for them not to extend that 200 million plus offer. And it's gonna be, that's what it's gonna be. It could be even more if if the bidding war gets started. And we all know young starting pitching doesn't elite, young elite starting pitching, it just doesn't become available. So when you have the opportunity to pounce on it and it solves a need, you have to do it. The Cardinals better be seriously involved in this because it's the move that they can make. And they can make other moves that do similar things, but this is the move that they can make that tells the fans, that shows everyone that they mean business, that they are not about to let another season go by where they win 70 games, they finish in last place. That is not acceptable around here. Some serious, serious things need to happen to correct what, was a disaster of a season. It should have never happened in the first place, and the Cardinals let it happen. And they let it happen by not investing wisely in starting pitching. They spent money on starting pitching. They didn't invest money wisely in starting pitching. And I believe that while this price tag is going to be very, very hefty, it's going to be a wise investment, and we'll see. DraftKings doesn't think it's going to happen. It probably won't happen. A pitcher that is rumored, been linked to the Cardinals uh, in multiple reports, and that DraftKings actually does think the Cardinals are going to sign is Sunny Gray, and this is really good news for Cardinals fans. Right now, on DraftKings, uh, the Cardinals are plus four fifty to sign Sunny Gray, so that is good news that they are um, they are a-, a top of the field there. And Sunny Gray is a solid pitcher. This is nothing against Sunny Gray, right? But Sunny Gray is the kind of pitcher the Cardinals sign. Right. It's not the top of the market guy that they ever go after. Right. And he's, he's been great in his career, Sonny Gray. And it would be a great signing. If they signed him, it would be a very good thing. Sonny Gray, if they signed him tomorrow, would be the number one pitcher in the, in the Cardinals rotation. He's coming off a great season in Minnesota. He's likely not going to command. He, he said it himself. He's not looking for a long term deal. He lives in Nashville. It makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. But Sonny Gray better not be the primary pitcher in your starting rotation, right? It better be him and Aaron Nola. It better be him and Yoshi, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. It better be a pair at least because Mosey has backtracked again and said, oh, you know, maybe two, pit, two free agent pitchers. Now it doesn't rule out a trade, but as we all know, this is going to be the, the subject of many, many shows, many, many future shows. The Cardinals need starting pitching. It's obvious to you. It's obvious to me. Everyone knows this. Cardinals have painted themselves in this corner. And so if you just signed Sonny Gray, that's not that's not going to cut it. That's not going to get the job done. And I, when we talk about the trade market, Dylan Cease is no sure thing, right? From the White Sox, there's no sure thing that he bounces back. Tyler Glasnow would be intriguing, right? Shane Bieber might not cost as much. I mean, there's plenty of options. There's really no excuse. The Cardinals have about sixty-ish million dollars to get up to that two hundred million dollar threshold that they've they've really never approached. They've talked about doing it, but so they have money available to spend to improve this team to make it a World Series caliber team by adding, I think, at least three pitchers. My dream scenario, and I'd love to hear yours. uh, You can reach out to me at Seth underscore Dwald on Twitter. That's D I E W O L D at Seth underscore D-I-E-W-O-L-D on Twitter. You can reach out to me and let me know what your dream scenario is for the St. Louis Cardinals. Who do they need to prioritize in free agency? My thought is uh, it's not even a question. Yoshinobu Yamamoto is shopping at the very, very top of the market, and it's it's the pitcher that solves many of their problems, and it still would give them enough money to go get a Sonny Gray to go trade for Shane Bieber. And that's really my dream scenario, right? Is that they sign Yamamoto. I know it's a long shot. They sign him to a 200 plus million dollar deal, seven years, maybe eight, right? Maybe we're talking, if it's eight years, maybe we're talking closer to 220, 230. I don't know. I'm not a contracts expert. They signed Sonny Gray at around a 20-ish million dollar contract. So now, now we're up to about 50 plus million and then they make a trade to go get Shane Bieber from Cleveland. And and if, the, if that's your rotation, right, because you can't count on Steven Matz to be healthy. He, he's been he's been unhealthy for two consecutive years now when he's been healthy. Great. But you can't put that amount of pressure on him to be the number two or number three in your rotation. It just won't work. But now you go get those three pitchers. You get Yamamoto, you get Sonny Gray, you get Shane Bieber from Cleveland. Those are your one, two, three pitchers in the rotation. Now Michaelis is number four. Now Steven Matz is number five. Now you have some of those young kids who can fill in in the bullpen. That is my dream scenario for the St. Louis Cardinals. They have the money to do it. Will they be willing to do it? Or will they be willing to go there? And the message that I keep saying, I keep saying it, is I'm hoping for the best. I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic throughout this whole process because the cardinals have never been in this situation before. The cardinals have never been in a spot where they're coming off of a 71 win season. Last place. Not in my lifetime, not in my lifetime. So what are they going to do about it? They've never they, they they've they've been knocked down, right? Are they going to get back up and how quickly, how how vigorously are they going to get back up? Because I hope they're pissed. I hope they are because they should be because this past year was a failure. And the good news is they can fix this. They really can. It's going to cost money, sure, but they can fix it. On future episodes, we'll talk about Kyle Bloom. Uh, Kyle Bloom uh, was fired from the Red Sox um, as their uh, GM, uh, either GM or president of baseball operations, and he's been linked to the Cardinals. We'll we'll discuss that on future episodes. Um, but they're, th- that's very interesting. Uh, development because kind bloom if you're not familiar worked for the tampa bay rays for a long time instrumental in developing their pitching staff as we all know they keep finding pitchers right um in their in their organization so very intriguing there uh, i just thought i'd mention it here at the tail end of our show and i i, I want to hear from you i want to hear your questions you can email me at seth.dewald at gmail.com that is at seth d-i-e-w-o-l-d at gmail.com you can dm me on twitter uh at seth underscore d-i-e-w-o-l-d i'd love to hear your questions for the show love to answer some of those on the show And your dream scenario for the st louis cardinals and as always you should be locked in subscribe to the podcast and check out the believe network they have just about every team covered you should check out you know whatever everything and anything and everything that they have they probably have your favorite team if you have another if you have a football team a soccer team chances are they they're covering it so check it out and until next time let's go cardinals let's sign some pitchers let's go get yamamoto let's go get sunny gray let's go trade for shane bieber and we will see you